0: Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenogio. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible genesis chapter 1 verse 27 so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them genesis 2 23 to 24 and adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of the man therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Let's read first Timothy chapter five, verses one to two. Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, and the young men as brethren, the elder women as mother, and younger as sisters with all purity. First Peter chapter three, verse seven. Likewise ye husband, dwell with them according to knowledge, give honour unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and has been years together of the grace of life that your prayer may not be hindered the last time you remember we were not looking at this old area of perversion sexual perversion of sexuality we have said that on earth god created us to live as male and female god made sexuality the core of human experience we need to understand that that we experience life we live life as sexual being okay we live life as male and we live like as female and we have been very very strong to stress this that our sexuality is much more than sex sexuality is much more than sexual orientation now it is very very important for us that we must learn how to express our sexuality. We must learn how to express our sexuality through our action and through our relationship in a godly way. The first issue is that the world has changed the whole meaning of sexuality, and we have come to to actually narrow it down and chisel t- it down to just being sex, to just being sexual orientation. Even that. Even if we want to talk about romantic relationship, even want to talk about sexual orientation, even that has been perverted by the world. And that is why we want to talk about this today. Sex has been taken out of the protection of marriage as instituted by God in the beginning. OK? We said that sexuality is not just about sex. But yes, in, a, in one relationship, in a married relationship, which is between a man and a woman, in that unit, one of the way that that both of them express that sexuality is through sex but unfortunately the world has taken that because the world has made sexuality much more about sex and since we are sexual being that has been the only thing that the world has preoccupied itself with so we are going to talk about perverted sexuality in romantic relationship yes we've we've we've, we've established that sexuality is much more than sex but since the world has preoccupied itself so much about sex we want to look at how the world has perverted even these gorgeous way that God has created sex to be expressed as part of our sexuality. Remember, the first thing is that God has only allowed that expression of our sexuality within the confinement of marriage. But the first perversion is that the world has taken that out of that, you know, that way that God has created it. The first thing is that the, the world have decided that marriage does not necessarily have to be between a man and a woman, and that a man and a woman does not even have to wait until they come into a marriage relationship before they have sex. So we have all this confusion that has begin to take place. Number one, that people don't want to wait for marriage. People want to have extra-marital sex. Okay, that people just feel that sex is just a tool. It's not, you know, if since our sexuality is just about that people just want to be like animal now the other thing is that apart from that people feel that sex or sexual relationship or romantic relationship doesn't have to be between a man and a woman in other words the world is insisting that we'll express our romantic part of our sexuality in a way that is against the creator of our sexuality in in the first place in a way that is ungodly so we see that in our world today sexual sin is huge down history now that is not the only way that sexuality has been perverted sexuality can be perverted in the history of the world where we see one gender like may gender actually oppress another gender or one gender the same people in the same gender actually you know, uh, afflicting and intimidating and manipulating each other. Okay, so that happened. But now because the world is so hung up on sex, so today we are actually talking about sexual sin, sexual perversion, that bit of our sexuality that God has created to be beautifully expressed in the place of marriage that we have taken it out and we have perverted it. Sexual sin happens when we use our sexuality in an ungodly way remember now we are talking now we are not talking about our whole sexuality as a being we are talking now we are focusing now on sex we are focusing now on romantic feeling we are focusing now on romantic relationship so sexual sin happen when we cause our romantic feeling when we use our sex in such a way that is ungodly when we use our romantic ability when we use our sex in a way that is ungodly that is what brings rise to sexual sin and sexual sin is is a way is one of the major way that the devil is using to destroy humanity I mean, look through history. Sexual sin, devil has used sexual sin to pull down nation, to pull down leaders, even to pull down churches, to pull down leaders in the churches. Sexual sin is huge. It's one of the way that the devil has used to defraud people and to destroy nation. It's one of the way that the devil has used for one people to take advantage of another, to manipulate and to intimidate other people, and God warned against people using their sexual capacity that god has given for remember for the common good in a marriage or their sexuality generally that god has you given us to use for the for for the building of the society God frowns, God warns against using that to explore or to take advantage of or to manipulate or to intimidate others. Now, let us read Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4. The Bible says marriage is to be held in honor among all, that is, regarded as something of great value and the married bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin for god will judge the sexually immoral and the adulterous 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 3 to 7 for this is the will of god even your sanctification that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentile wish not not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have for one you and testify. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Now before we read some couple other scripture, let me just emphasize one or two things the bible says that we must learn and this is very important that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor each one of us must learn how to express our sexuality in such a way that honors god in such a way that is honorable in such a way that is godly in such a way that fulfills the purpose of god the bible says that Every one of us has that responsibility. We should know how to possess our vessel, our body, with all its desires, with all its passion. We must learn how to possess it as male and female, with all his emotions with all his, you know, his passion and desires. We must learn how to shun it right to fulfill the purpose and the will of God. And the Bible says here that we, no man must go beyond and defraud his brother, defraud his sister in any matter. When we take that which god has given us to be used in a godly way when we turn it around and use it in an ungodly way somebody will be hurt somebody will be destroyed in the process such a sexual sin ultimately causes destruction ultimately causes hurt ultimately causes people to be defrauded and relationship to be destroyed, and people are walking around our nation with wounds in their heart, with wounds, with scar in their heart, and invariably, it's a scar that has been put there because somebody has taken advantage of either their sexuality or use their sexuality to manipulate or intimidate them. And this is really, really very important. And where we read, we are beginning to see some of the words that are used in the scripture to talk about sexual sin. And we are going to break through into one or two of them, but I just want you to say that the Bible says here that the Lord is an avenger of such. God takes this seriously that when we use our sexual capacity the tools that god has given us for the common good when we use that and turn it against the people that suppose that God has created it to be a, an advantage for when well, we use it for selfish ungodly reason in the Bible says God takes that very seriously God will avenge God will judge now let's read still a couple of scripture Jude chapter one there's only one chapter in the book of Jude I'm going to read the second part of verse 18 and verse 19 who will walk after their own ungodly laws? these be they who separate themselves sensual is said haven't the spirit i want you to notice that word sensual because this is really very important and i'm going to define some of this word in a second oftentimes what people call sexuality today or sexual liberalism is really sensuality okay we are free we are liberated you know we can do what we we like we we we, we are liberal we are civilized you know you know people think that all these you know things that people talk about what God said about sex that is a cake is outdated you know we can do whatever we want we can have sex we can we can flaunt it if you have it we can sleep with anybody we want is my body i can do what i want with it no the world today is a testimony of the fact that that never worked it never worked so today we have a situation where Divorce is so rampant, and that is actually leaving a mark on families, women in particular, and also men and children in particular. Children in particular, we have a situation here now where all sorts of social chaos are being generated because of breakdown in family unit. And breakdown in family unit because we have come to refuse what God has to taught us about sexuality and about romantic our romantic ability we have decided that we don't need god to tell us how to express our sexuality we don't need god to tell us how to how you know how to order our romantic life but we are where we are isn't it all the confusion and destruction around us today is actually a testimony to the fact that the word of god is true so The Bible says talk there about sensuality. Now let's still read. Let's read Galatians chapter five verse nineteen. Galatians chapter five verse nineteen. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness and lasciviousness. I want you to take note of those words. All these words are words that are used for sexual sin. Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twenty one. Unless when I come again, my God will humble me among you, that I should bewail many which have sinned already and have not repented of the uncleanness, fornication, lasciviousness which they have committed. You know, there are quite a number of words that the Bible uses over there, and some of those words, many of us are not used to them, and many of us don't even know what they mean. But you know, even in the days of the Bible, in the olden days, even in, 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 the, in the days of the Bible, there are a lot of this sexual sin. A lot of these things were so much commonplace, and a lot of that is happening in our world today. You know, a few years ago, people that commit this type of sin, they hide it, okay, but now it it is commonplace. We watch films, a lot of the movies that we go to watch they actually glorified sexual sin. It is a common thing. People don't see anything wrong with it. They said you are just being old class, you are just being killed joy when you say this is what the Bible says, you know, premarital sex has become the big thing and youth are being insulted and abused because they want to keep their sexuality you know in line with the maker of it. And a lot of them have been, you know, ridiculed. You know, you may you're still a virgin at 18 years old. And people are feeling a lot of pressure. A lot of youth are feeling a lot of pressure because the world is trying to conform them to the image of this world. But the Bible says we should not allow ourselves to be conformed to this world, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our hearts. So it is very, very important for us to understand Things okay. So what I'm going to do as we round up today is to look at some of the word that we've read in. Those scriptures that we have read where it talks about this sexual sin. Remember, what got us here is the fact that God created us male and female. We are talking about our sexuality. But now we are looking at the way that the devil has perversed that. The first way he has done that is to try to make sexuality all about sex, to try to make sexuality all about sexual orientation, and to try to also argue or to try to also, you know, you know, refuse that. God has created created sexual attraction, romantic attraction to be only between the male and the female between the opposite gender. Now the word wants to tell us that it is right for people to be of different sexual orientation than what the Bible, what the creator has established. Again, I'm a, I'm a Christian and I'm just simply saying that no matter how you read the Bible, you can turn it sideways, you can turn it upside down. The only sexual relationship, I'm talking about a romantic relationship, This only relationship in which God allowed two people to have sex or to be romantically attracted is between a man and a woman. But even outside that, there are so many other ways that the devil has perversed our sexual ability the sexual character that god has given us remember now we're talking in particular now we're talking specifically now about our romantic attraction our sex and it is actually the perversion of sex and the perversion of our romantic desire our romantic attraction that we were looking at in all the scripture that we read and remember this is a just a part of of the whole of our sexuality. So let's look at that word sensuality because often times when most people talk about sexuality, what they are really talking about is sensuality. Sensuality. And when you look at the original word that is translated for sexuality on all those places that we read, remember we read it in Jude chapter 19. It said, these they be who separate themselves sensual having not the spirit. You know a whole lot of what is around does now is so sensual is so sensual you cannot watch tvs the, the way people dress advert is full of sensuality you know the way people talk full of everything has been sexualized even children today has been sexualized okay women have become sex object everything is being sexualized around us and the world doesn't see anything wrong with that what is sensuality sensuality s-e-n sensuality sensuality is when people are Guided simply by their own lust and passion. It is the need for self gratification. Now, we are talking about it now in the sense of, you know, sex or romantic feeling and romantic expression. But even this can be applied to non sexual area. You know, need for selfie gratification. We, are, we live in a generation of selfie. You know, people actually live their life on social media today because of this because we want to gratify The need for selfish gratification is all about me. It's all about look at me, see me, see what I have. You know, if you have it, they will say flaunt it. And there's so much sensuality. The the way people dress, you dress with half of your body being exposed. Why? Why do you want to expose half of your body? Is that because you needed to expose it or because you actually want to? people you want to you know create you want to engender a feeling in other people and we're going to talk about that in- In in other words, which I don't think is going to be today. I think I'm going to stop on sexuality. Why why are you dressing like that? You can say, Lord, I'm just dressing like that. But the truth is that all of us know that there's a reason why we dress the way we dress. Okay? A whole lot of people that dress in a sensual way, when they are going for some, you know, interview, job interview that is of very importance to them, they dress well they dress well okay people can you can deceive others and say well I'm just dressing because I'm a lady okay but deep inside oh email by the way because why do you want to sag your trouser why do you want to expose your chest why do you want to do that okay there's always a reason behind some of these things the truth is that in sensuality is when people live like an animal animalistic they live like animals does they are guided by their own lust. and passion okay by their own sexual lust and sexual passion they live to gratify their sexual need, their need for self-sexual gratification. They live to gratify their passion. And that is what this is all about. And that is why we say, you know, the way people work, the way people talk, the way people paint themselves. Look, this is not about setting rules. This is not about do's and don'ts. This is about why do I do what I do? Why am I wearing this shirt? Why am I wearing it the way that I'm wearing it? Why am I doing this ear cut? Why am I walking the way I'm walking? Why do I sag my trousers? Is that really because I want to sag it, or because I want to attract attention, or because I want to create in other people a certain sexual reaction? I want people to see me. I want people to turn their head. And again, like I said, we can actually, uh, oftentimes, sexuality is almost always used in terms of sexual sin. But we can apply it to other areas of our life. Why do I do what I do? Is it because I want to, You know, is it, is it because of need for self-gratification, for fame, or feeling that I'm somebody, or want to be one of the boys, or one of the girls? But remember, the Bible says, where we are worried that this is against the purpose and the will of God. And that this type of behavior, ultimately leads to disintegration ultimately lead to destruction of relationship destruction of unit that god has put us into cause chaos and unhappiness and darkness in our life because we are turning our life our sexuality our romantic ability we are turning it and using it for that which is against the creation and the fact that god is unhappy with it god said we are defrauding other people Okay? We are defrauding other people because people want to sell this and sell that. They are actually exposing people to, you know, they, they are they staring are off in people emotion motion that they cannot legally follow through. And this is causing a whole lot of problems. I mean, obviously, everybody is responsible for their action. Nobody can go to court and say, but she made me do it. Just because, no, that individual will be responsible and they will be, They will punish accordingly if they actually cause such a sexual crime. The truth also though, is that why do we do what we do? Why do we do what we do? Why do we dress the way we dress? Why do we talk the way we we talk? And we all have to understand that when we use that which God has given us as sexual being or our romantic passion and ability, when we turn it to gratify ourselves, gratify our own need when we use that for self gratification the result the outcome of that is not palatable and it is very very important for us again just like we read in that uh, thessalonians chapter 4 verses uh, verse 3 and you know, verse 4 it said each one of us should learn how to possess our body in sanctification and honor we must learn we must come to god so that god can actually recover our sexuality and so that we can use it in a godly way in a way that will glorify our father i think i'm going to stop there today and if you're listening to me tonight and you're not yet born again the bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. This world is in darkness. It's in confusion. We are talking about the sexual confusion, but there's so many confusion. This world is going down, but you don't have to go down with the world. God has provided for us a way of escape in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, and all you and I have to do is to believe him, come to him, confess that we are sinners, we are rebels, we need help. Accept the help that he offers he will come in he will make us new and he will walk with us the journeys of this earth and when this is all over we'll spend eternity with him in the new earth and the new heaven we sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on youtube maranatha teaching channel they will bless you thank you